For this segment of Tech Talk with Johnson College, Dr. Katie Leonard hosts Johnson College alumni Nick Scarnato, Executive Vice President of New Vision Industries, where they discuss the importance of lifelong learning and how enjoyable your career can be when you treat it as a journey rather than a destination. Hard to believe, but this is the final podcast for this 2020-2021 academic year. We are recording this as we enter the last week of classes here at Johnson College. Our first year students are busy registering for next year's classes, and our seniors are wrapping up internships and preparing for commencement. Most seniors that I have talked with have already been offered employment in their field of study. I am once again reminded just how essential our graduates are at all times. I feel that it is fitting that this final podcast for the year is with one of our alumni. It really got me thinking of my start here at the college. I started in annual giving and alumni relations. I was tasked with re-engaging our alumni and getting Dr. Ann, my predecessor, out to see them. This was a daunting task because for a long time Johnson College alumni were ignored. I can't sugarcoat it. For whatever reason, before Dr. Ann, there just wasn't a lot of emphasis placed on the importance of alumni or alumni relations. And as we all know, the alumni base of any institution is the heart of the entire operation. So it was my goal to re-engage them and to also help them understand that while individuals connected to the college may not have placed a high value on their involvement as alumni, their beloved institution needed them, needed their involvement, all of their talents, and in some cases, their treasure. I'm forever grateful that when Dr. Ann and I reached out, the alumni reached back. They were so generous with their time, meeting with me, guiding me, sharing stories of what Johnson College used to be like, and their hopes for their alma mater moving forward. I am here going on 14 years, and some of my best professional times have been spent with the alumni of this institution. A few are even individuals I consider close personal friends today. I'm so fortunate to have these people in my life, and Johnson College is truly a better place because of their involvement. I often talk with students about expanding their view of the world and the ways in which we can do that. The alumni of this institution have done that for me. I have traveled to some pretty cool places to see them, and whether close by or far away, I have learned so much from each and every one of them. It has certainly expanded my view of this world. Our alumni are humble, hardworking, generous, resilient, and focused. They have this inner spirit and drive that I have not seen in others. Wherever I go in this region, someone has a positive Johnson College alumni story to share. I knew I made the right decision to work here early on because whenever I would mention the college to people, they inevitably spoke up with a positive Johnson College alumni story. Their reputation always precedes them. I am honored to work for them and alongside them as we continue to carry on the traditions for which they have laid the groundwork. My guest on this episode is one of these alumni. My guest is Mr. Nick Scarnato, class of 1980 and Executive Vice President of New Vision Industries, a precision manufacturing company located in the southern tier of New York. We talked about his incredible journey from Old Forge, PA to Johnson College and Binghamton University and to his career in the aerospace and manufacturing industries in all of the places it has taken him. Our alumni are incredible. They design and build our homes, fix our cars, trucks, heavy equipment, and hospital equipment, 
keep our electrical and HVAC systems operating, take care of our pets and our humans, take our x-rays, manufacture our products, and get all of those goods from point A to point B. In short, they keep our economy going. So next time you run into one of them, please say thank you and remind them just how essential they always are. I hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you learned something. And always remember that together we work. Thank you for listening. Well, I'm so excited to be here today, um, especially, you know, welcoming our guest. Um, I'm always excited about the podcast, but today in particular, because we have one of our alumni, Mr. Nick Scarnato with us. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you, Dr. Katie. It's great to be back on the campus of Johnson College, and it's great to see you again, too. Thanks. So what's it like, like being back on the grounds of your alma mater? Uh, it feels like coming home, quite honestly. Um, as you know, as a graduate of Old Forge High School, having lived in Old Forge for the first 18 years of my life, um, this this is home, and so it really feels like a homecoming. Yeah, we hear that from so many of our alumni, especially those like you who have grown up here and then moved away uh, and oftentimes come back and visit. So you have such a great story and such a, an interesting career trajectory. So let's start there. Um, what led you from Old Forge to Johnson College to Binghamton University? Well, to be honest, I will tell you that um, I was struggling a bit because I was working at a job where I was doing the same thing day in and day out. And after about a month of that, I realized that that's not what my future was going to be. I was going to make a change. I was determined to make a change. I can remember talking to my dad and saying to him that I wanted to you know, go to further my education, go to school. and. He reminded me of just how poor my study skills were, too, when I was going to high school, which I found out when I came to Johnson College. Uh, it was a struggle in the beginning, but I'm very proud of the time that I had here, and I'm very proud of the education I got, and I'm very proud of the grades I got as well. So I was able to turn it around, and I think in part it was the curriculum and the style of learning here at Johnson College that really had the ability to pull that out of me. Uh, I think uh, if I think back, I was probably always wanting to be a learner and I find that I've spent my entire life learning and I, I would recommend it to everyone. That's great. We hear that from so many of our students and our alumni that it's not that they're not smart or bright. It's just the style of learning and the way in which they learn. And like you shared, once they come here, it just opens up a whole new world of learning to exactly. them, which I'm really proud that Johnson College can do that for so many learners because we all do learn differently. Um, and, and just how important study skills are and other soft skills in inside all of the, the academic Absolutely, programs. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, so was there a moment, I know then you sort of went into the aerospace industry, so was there a moment, was it here or was it at Binghamton University or somewhere in between that sparked your interest in the aerospace industry? Well, interesting enough, um, you know, there was a career fair at Johnson College at the time. And by the way, when I graduated, it was the first year it was considered an accredited college. Prior That's to that, right. it was Johnson School of Technology. And so in 1980, they had a career fair and they had a couple of employers show up on campus, one of which was IBM. I really wanted to work for IBM. I thought that would have been just, you know, the best place to work. Um, but that didn't work out for me. And there was an instructor at the time, uh, Bill Hessmiller. I remember him very well. And he took us on a trip up to Greater Binghamton Airport to see the radar solution that they had up there for the uh, radar tower 
as well as the air traffic control tower. And we got to tour both facilities and on the way back we passed by a building and he said, I used to work there. And I said, what do they do at Link? And he said, they make flight simulators. He said, you really ought to try applying there. I hear they're hiring again. And so I literally, at that point in time, decided to drop an application into uh, then Singer Link Flight Simulation Division. I was offered another job actually in the New Jersey area from a company by the, by the name of Storage Technology Corporation. Four engineers who started a company uh, maintaining and operating IBM mainframe computers. And there were three of us who actually had gotten a position for SCT, but I chose to go to uh, Link Flight Simulation Division. So what, what made you make that decision between the two? Well, well, that was an exciting day because <laughs> I, if you can imagine, I go on an interview, um, they put me through five interviews, mechanical engineering, wow. electrical engineering, software engineering, systems engineering. And on the last interview, they're walking me down to the floor, the main floor of the, of the facility. And I see all these large boxes on hydraulic legs moving. And so I had a fluidics background, so right away I could understand there's hydraulics here. So I said, yes, I think I found my niche. And I said, what are these things? <laughs> and they told me, these are flight simulators, and we, we train pilots how to fly. And on, at that moment, they literally said, hold on one second. We'll give you a, an opportunity to see what a real simulator is like. It turned out to be the F5E for Iran at the time. It was actually... Um, the F5V for the Shah of Iran, and this is before his wow. exile and everything else. Uh, they lowered the simulator on motion. They uh, put me in. They took freeze off. That's a term in the simulation industry. They took the freeze off, and I proceeded to crash and burn wow. <laughs> and walk out. But when I got out of that flight simulator, I knew exactly at that moment what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I was actually told at the end of that interview that you have an opportunity for a couple of different areas within Singer Link Flight Simulation Division. What would you like to do? And I can remember saying clear as day, uh, you got to be kidding me. I want to be <laughs> as close to that simulator as I possibly can be. And that's exactly the position I got as that's well. That's awesome. So you basically were able to write your own ticket. So, you know, it just said, what a great message to everyone out there that, you know, you had your sort of your heart and your mind set originally on IBM, doesn't work out, and then look at the path that opened up before you uh, at exactly. Link. That's, that's it's incredible. What a great story. Um, so let's, let's talk a little more about the aerospace industry. So tell, you know, Tell me a little more, so from there, to, like about your, your start and your growth um, within the industry and some of the projects you've been able to work on. Yeah, so uh, it's really, it was exciting for me because quite honestly, there's some skills that I learned at Johnson College that became very important to me. And uh, you know, the last time we talked, I, I mentioned to you the presentational speaking and public speaking that was offered. I had to take three years of that. You know, at the time when I was going to Johnson College, I would tell you I was very introverted. Uh, Although I used humor a lot of times to try to, <laughs> you know, get myself to be comfortable around others. But John, that experience at Johnson College really opened up for me the ability to be able to talk to people and to be able to do that in an open forum uh, with as many people as I could ever imagine being in an audience. So it, was, it worked out very well. And those skills, believe it or not, after about five years of being an engineer for uh, the Link Division, I decided I wanted to try my hand in the business side of things. 
And at the time, they were project managers or program managers. And I approached one in particular, and I said, I, what will it take for me to be a program manager, and how can I work for you? And he was actually pretty surprised that I would want to make a change from an engineering discipline into business. And he said, well, to do that, it's not going to be a lateral move for you. You're going to actually have to take a demotion in grade, but you won't be affected by pay in any way. Um, that position, believe it or not, was a project coordinator position. That project coordinator position uh, required me to be able to travel to places like Norway, Belgium, Denmark, wow. Netherlands, Spain, and to be the liaison, if you will, to the home office on the F-16 program, which was the first program that I had started with at Link. And that gave me the ability at that point to polish up, if you will, those skills that I learned at Johnson College to be able to freely and openly speak to strangers or to other people and to say, you know, these are the things that we're going to have to do to this device to get it up to the proper rev level. And these are the things that are broken on your system that we're not responsible for. So I had to learn negotiation skills as well. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that I attribute back to Johnson College because it, it I've always been very comfortable in being able to speak to a crowd or to be able to speak to people where before I was not. Yeah, that's so great to hear because I think sometimes, you know, all of us sort of underestimate the importance of those soft skills. I know we talked about it a little bit uh, at the start, but, you know, could you just expand upon that a little bit and the, the importance of those soft skills in, in your career? And, you know, do you feel as if it's those skills that really kind of helped you propel from one position to another? I would say by far, yes. Um, you know, the first time we met Dr. Katie, we, I, talk, I mentioned to you that we were, um, my, my growth path was one where presentational speaking and public speaking was very important to me and, and how it worked out in, for me in my career. And I would tell you that those soft skills, the communication skills, the social skills are very important. And I, I would encourage every student to not just be focused on the specific trade always, but also how they could leverage that as well as these other soft skills to be able to leverage that for really a, a very fulfilling career. Yeah, and it sounds like you've you've been so many places. So could you touch upon that a little bit? Like where has your career taken you uh, in the world? Because one of my goals is to help students understand that there's a greater world of work out there, that yes, there's wonderful opportunities here in Northeastern PA, as you know, and if they want to stay here, that's wonderful. But it's also where those opportunities can take them, that it's not just about, you know, our little space here in Northeastern PA, but there's, you know, opportunities for them to travel and, and see the world. And it sounds like you've had those opportunities. I did. And as, as I said, within the first five years of my career after leaving Johnson College, I, as I mentioned, the project coordinator position, being that customer liaison. So I had to literally interface with the Norwegian Air Force, uh, the Air Force in Netherlands, as well as Belgium and Denmark, and have to uh, travel to those locations. I literally spent two years of my life, every two weeks, going back and forth to Europe. Wow. Um, and so it was, you know, from very humble beginnings, I think yeah. I told you the first time we met, mm -hmm. very humble beginnings to have the ability to travel the world. I even mm -hmm. went to uh, South Korea, where I had the opportunity to do some work with a couple of different companies in South Korea. 
Um, so yeah, it's been very fulfilling from that standpoint, and the chance to see the world was uh, yeah. truly a blessing. And within five years of graduating here, I mean, I just like I think about that. I mean, you you were young, and I mean, getting that kind of experience and <laughs> yeah, I would say I was I was young, I was naive, and I was a, there was a, a few times that um, I would tell you a real eye opener to how great this country is, um, and, and the bet. liberties that we have, and. You know, I'll back this, remember, this is early 1980s, right? Mid-1980s mm -hmm. when you land at JFK on a TWA airline, which is no longer here today, right? right? But you land and they say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to JFK International Airport in the United States of America. It's just a great feeling. Yeah. So, so to have that, it was, uh, it was something that was really uh, exciting for me. And it was, I believe, the skills here at Johnson College that allowed me to be able to you know, blossom elsewhere. Sure. And I bet too, even as, as you grow, as you were growing in your career, you know, I bet you appreciated it then, but I'm sure you appreciate it even more now, again, being so young and having those opportunities and how it probably expanded your view of the world, as you said, like just appreciating. Absolutely. And I, I would tell you, um, back on touching on soft skills again, and the, that social aspect and the communication aspect of that, you know, I've worked with some phenomenal people in my career that really, quite honestly, I feel like I've learned more from them than they've ever, you know, got from me. But we are still friends to this day. Um, and, you know, take that career on to where I finally uh, developed a relationship with some other universities. And I had an opportunity to bring, you know, a, another university and a small business together with the company I was working for, Collins Aerospace, at, at uh, just before my my job with New Vision Industries, and uh, you know, bring those people together and develop, if you will, solutions for what will be the future of aerospace or the future of simulation and training as well. Yeah. So, you know, looking back on on that part of your career, do you, is there like a biggest success story that that you have that you'd want to share? Well, success. We're, let me let me quantify success. <laughs> sure. I'm going to say the most enjoyable. Yeah. Not the most financial. Not the most um, challenging. I'm going to say the most enjoyable, and that was leading a team of uh, advanced technology engineers at Collins Aerospace um, on a path towards live virtual constructive interoperability, taking live aircraft simulation uh, simulation devices as well virtual assets as well as constructive assets, computer programs that are running within a box to provide a synthetic environment and to tie all three of those together and at the same time launching that into training efficacy and training effectiveness and adaptive learning and to actually uh, work with the University of Iowa under the leadership of Dr. Tom Schnell and his operator performance lab. Um, and people like Dr. Jacqueline Hoke at Collins Aerospace and Dr. Amy Didrickson. These are people that really uh, m mean so much to me because I was able to just plant an idea, you know, like, hey, what if or what do we want to do next year? And to see them take it to a level um, that they did is really phenomenal to have seen and witnessed. Yeah. And I consider them not just colleagues, but they're friends and they're friends for life. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, and how about is there a, a project that maybe wasn't as successful as others, but, but you learned a great deal from? Yeah, I think there was, I would say that I would home in on probably, you know, I had a career also within, um, I had a position in my career 
where I was also doing the front end of the business and uh, mostly capture management. And there was one situation where we were teaming with another company and it didn't work out quite that well. You know, it, it just didn't work out that well from the standpoint of a relationship with that company. And I learned right then and there that there were, there's a reason for that and what did we have to do to adapt and make sure that that didn't happen again. And a lot of it, believe it or not, it really comes down to, I think, good contract management skills and also having the ability to be able to work with another company or other individuals to realize that there really should be a win-win at the end and not, not, not a position of um, being some, something greater than, you know, than the other party, if you will. Yeah. Um, so then what's, you know, sort of what led you to New Vision Industries? Um, and, you know, tell us a little bit about what all you do there. Okay, so I'm, <laughs> I'm the uh, Vice President of New Vision Industries. Um, I'm very proud to say, uh, upon retiring from Collins Aerospace, <laughs> uh, my son-in-law, who owns New Vision Industries, uh, and I'll try to do this as uh, professional as I can, but he said, uh, hey man, I could really use your help. <laughs> um, and so I have the pleasure today of uh, helping him with that business and the challenges of a small business. Believe it or not, back into the trade arena, right? That's sort of where I started with Johnson College in, in developing trade skills for a job, now coming back full circle and uh, working with my son-in-law. He has a couple of different businesses. One is New Vision Industries, the other is Superior Recycling Solutions, and helping him, if you will, to take those companies to the next level. So I'm really just trying to help him to expand his business and grow. They're his businesses. He's the boss. And, uh, <laughs> But I'm having fun with it. But how yeah. smart of him to have someone with your breadth and depth of experience and, you know, life life and <laughs> professional well, thanks experience for that to draw from. <laughs> thanks for that compliment. But I would say, you know, sometimes uh, given luck with skill, you take luck anyway. Right? So it's just one of those things where I think it just worked out great. And, um, you know, we're 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 very much friends as well as I'm his father-in-law. So yeah. I, I, we joke a lot of times, <laughs> um, you know, New Vision Industry is a, pre a precision machining manufacturing business, uh, CNC lades, CNC mills, a full model shop, yeah. full fabrication shop, welding. I've been there. Steel. It's so impressive. It's well, thank a, you. Yeah. It's a great operation. Um, and so, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, he has forgotten more in that industry than I will ever know. <laughs> yeah, I may know aerospace, but he understands the machining business very well. He's been he's third generation machinist. That's great. So yeah, I that's yeah. the best way I could explain that. So like, like lifelong learning. You're learning from him. He's he's learning from you. Everybody wins. Exactly, <laughs> and that's that's a key point. It should be lifelong learning. And and I I will tell you that I've always struggled with, uh, and I've used this phrase quite a bit. You know, especially talking with with uh, younger students or younger people. Right, you just say. You know, natural question is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or what career do you want? Or what do you want to do? Right? Well, mm -hmm. that sounds so finite, right? That yes. is the opposite of what my path has been, right? Yeah, I, I went into this wanting a degree in electronics and fluidics. I got to see the world. I got to work on flight simulators. I got to work on the F-16 program, the B-1 bomber, the B-52 bomber, you know, the UH-60 Blackhawk, the uh, CH-47 Chinook. Um, but for both the, the Green Army as well as the Special Forces side of the Army. So a lot of really exciting uh, programs, but 
really? There, that was not my path at the beginning, right? It, right. I literally constantly kept learning, and I'm glad I didn't make it so finite, or it, I may have been stuck back in that position of just doing the same thing over and over again. Right. So I can honestly say my career, every day it's something different. Mm -hmm. So it's, I've been blessed. Yeah, and just, I think, you know, the, the message there too, just being open to opportunity and not, you know, just because it is different from what you were originally thinking that, you know, you can learn so much just by being open and saying yes to something different. And maybe, you know, even if you don't tick off all the boxes and have all the skills, sometimes it's just, you, you gotta, gotta go for it, have trust in your skills and, and move forward. Absolutely, I would tell you that, um, especially for students that are attending Johnson College today, uh, look at this, if you will, as the transition point to the next part of your life and, and, and look at it really as an opportunity. You're going to learn the skills here to really go anywhere you want. You could start your own business. You can go to that job where you're you know, working that skill the way you want to, whether it's you know, in machining or if it's in medical or any, any career that is offered here at uh, Johnson College. But also realize that it doesn't have to end there. You can take it elsewhere and you have the, the foundational aspects that you learn here at Johnson College that you could take anywhere. That's right. And whether it's, you know, for more schooling or just building on their skills with, you know, continuing education, whatever it is, we, we, we pride ourselves, as you said, in those those foundational skills that will take them wherever <laughs> they want to go. Um, so it's just it's been a pleasure getting to know you as an alum. So, you know, tell us a little bit about um, New Vision's relationship with the college. I know you, you made you made a phone call one day. I love this story. So if you wouldn't <laughs> mind sharing it and <laughs> where it's led us to <laughs> well so and i don't want this to sound like a, a plug for we're looking for people but we're always That's looking okay. for people yep. so uh, yeah we're always looking and we are looking to grow the business and my son-in-law was struggling you know a little bit like hey man where can i find these people you know i it it seems like it's harder and harder and harder to find machinists these days and operators on cnc lades mm -hmm. and cnc mills and I said to him, you need a relationship with the college. Why don't we try Johnson College? I went there. Let me give a call. You know? <laughs> Let me just pick up the phone and call. And he said, would you do that? And said, Absolutely. And so we started the relationship at the time, believe it or not, it was to uh, donate some That's equipment right. to the college. <laughs> Rather large equipment. Very large equipment. <laughs> yeah, very large equipment. And that didn't work out, but we're, what we were able to uh, donate um, a gift in kind in the way of a coordinate measurement machine. And that, as you know, when you came up, I said, this is really about a relationship. I don't want yes. this to be a one-time thing. I. I would really like the opportunity to form a relationship to where we're working together and you know you know being able to play students and bring them to new vision industries uh, would just be a wonderful thing for not just myself as an alum but for Michael and his business yeah and I know um, you recently attended our career fair so what was that like for you and what did you see did you see some of the same things in our students that you know looking back you saw in yourself I did. I'll tell you the one thing. The one thing that jumped out to me was the number of students that came through that were from like Delaware or just over the border near near the Delaware border. And I was like, wow, because <laughs> for me it was like you know Old Forge to Scranton is not that far, <laughs> just not that far away. So it was nice to see that Johnson College is actually bringing students in from further and further away, which is really exciting. Yeah, we're to trying. See that. Um, so yeah, and so that day was a bit of like, 
wow, everything seems so different, like Richmond Hall is gone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the welding shop is gone. It's now moved up to where I was taking electronics and fluidics. So that was, uh, it was was exciting to see that the change you're making at the campus is to try to bring it now to the, it's what it's going to be in the future, right? Yes, very future. Yeah, set the stage for that growth. So it's exciting to see. We've been here over a hundred years and we're planning for the next hundred and beyond. So (laughs) that's the goal. Excellent, excellent. (laughs) Um, So, you know, looking back, can you share some of your, I know you've sort of inter, you know, you've woven some stories, you know, throughout our conversation here, but can you share some of your experiences at the college, some of the faculty, um, that, that you had. I'm sure I, I often hear from uh, some of our alumni how the faculty really, they, they go beyond being instructors here. They're really their mentors. Many of them stay in touch with our students. They also become friends. Um, and they're sort of their first link to industry oftentimes. So if there's stories that, that you can share about your experience or any of the faculty. Yeah, so for me in electronics and fluidics, it was, you know, um, Mr. Al Wanya was our instructor. And, you know, I mentioned this to you the first time we met, you know, pretty humble beginnings, right? And he knew, he saw in me that I was a a student that could use some extra money, you know? So not only did I have the -the on-the-job training capability here on campus, but he also had a business on the outside. And so I would, in the summertime, help him. He took me on a few jobs and I was able to earn a few bucks, which was really important for me at the time because I needed, you know, books and I needed sure. to, I needed things to be able to help me get through. So that kind of a relationship, I think, is something that I don't think, I don't think that naturally happens at larger universities and colleges. That's what's so nice about Johnson College is that you can have that one-on-one relationship. It is on-the-job training at times and it is also, a, it's, it's just an easier way of learning. Yes. And it's a much more comfortable atmosphere. And it look, if, if I could graduate from Johnson College and end up in a career in aerospace, then any one of these students that are attending Johnson College can do the same thing. Yeah, right? it, yeah, it, the, absolutely. the possibility is there. So, yeah, I would say the interaction with the uh, instructors was probably by far the uh, the nicest experience that I could have said uh, about Johnson College looking back. That's great. Um, and I know, you know, out of everything you've learned, you've talked a lot about the importance of soft skills. How about the general education classes that you took? Because oftentimes uh, what we see is students, especially coming directly from high schools, this isn't, you know, I'm not putting down, you know, the secondary system, but, you know, they, they lack a lot of skills in math. And we're actually working very hard with some of the local high schools to develop coursework for their junior and senior years of high school to make sure that they're better prepared when they come here because oftentimes you know we're trying to to focus them on the math skills that are needed for their trade area um, and you know how important it is you know measuring and just some of the things that that they need um, and they're, they're just not getting it in the high school so could you just touch upon a little bit about your experience with the general education classes and how important they've been to your career they are very important um, I will say to you that by far the the additional coursework that I had to do at Johnson College in math as well as in English um, prepared me to advance myself in my career because quite honestly I didn't have I had the same experience I did not have those skills leaving yeah. high school and I struggled a bit I'm gonna be real open and honest I mm-hmm. struggled a bit with it and 
I was able to, uh, through three additional years of taking those English courses as well as math courses, really made the difference for me to be able to do the calculations that were needed, you know, in not just the formulas that I had to learn here in electronics and fluidics, but when, you, when you're put in front of a simulator for the first <laughs> time like I was, literally, I mean, this is how it kind of went down. There's a cockpit, there's a computer, have fun. <laughs> and they walked away. So it was like, okay, now it's, you know, getting thrown in the pool to learn how to swim. Um, I struggled for my first week and there was another engineer who pulled me aside and he said, you know, what's the, what's the hold back here a little bit? And I said, well, I don't want to break anything. And he laid out the simple circuits for me that I was able to handle because I had gone to Johnson College. I had the math skills that were able to back it. And he said, that's all that's in those cabinets. Don't be afraid of them. And from there on, everything was easy. That's great. Yeah. But again, the like you said, the, the importance of those those math skills. I can't stress that enough. And I think it'll be wonderful for students to hear it from an al alumnus because I'll go in and sh you know talk about it. Faculty will, our advisors, but to hear it from someone who sat where these students are sitting uh, and to really like understand how critically important they are. Um, that's great. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. No, I, that. I, I would like to add to that that, you know, I think if a student is coming to Johnson College to learn a trade, a skill, that's one thing. But realize those soft skills, especially additional continuing education courses or anything in the area of math and English to be able to continue those skills that you either one didn't get in high school or you need to expand upon is going to make the difference for you later on in your career yeah, for sure absolutely um so let's let's go go back to, to 1980 <laughs> your 1980 self um and if you could talk to yourself in 1980 uh, as you were graduating from johnson college what career advice would you give that young person that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> so i if i was to go back and look at myself or give advice to myself back then i think the advice would be to not be so hard on myself in um, trying to fit in and be and and do more with asking of questions why a lot more and what if, and I think one of the one thing that I could say that is different with an experience on Johnson, going to Johnson College versus another um, uh, potential learning institute would be, I think the critical thinking skills that you pick up by just your curriculum here at Johnson College, if you could hang on to those and, and actually exercise those throughout your career, you'll see how much how many, how many much they pay you back in dividends. So I would say, yeah, critical thinking skills. Uh, yeah. And to not so be hung up on um, just trying to make the grade. Ask the <laughs> questions why, think it through, and it, it'll pay dividends. Yeah, I often say that we, you know, we produce skilled troubleshooters. And in my mind, to be a skilled troubleshooter, you have to have been exposed to enough and have to have learned how to apply those critical thinking skills. And I love what you said about, like, keep practicing that. Because I, I say that all the time, whether it's, like, leadership skills 
or you know these critical thinking skills or a technical skill like if you keep practicing and and understand that there's never an end right there's never exactly. an end. like you said you know about you and your, your son like you, you're both learning from each other every single day and going into it knowing that you know this is this is part of this is the journey this is there is no end um i think it makes life and a career that much more <laughs> exciting you, you said it a lot more eloquently than i did that's <laughs> no. exactly what it is it's a journey yes and that's what it should be i think that's the way it should be viewed your life is a journey and continuous learning and critical thinking skills will pay off in the end over anything. Yeah. So now in, in the year 2021, is there any different kind of advice you would give our graduating seniors? Um, yeah, I, I think what I would say, I'd like to go back to the beginning, if I can, uh, with, with our talk today, Dr. Katie, and that is don't look at your career as you know something that is going to be the end of a journey, right? It is that continuous journey. I would say that don't look at your experience here at Johnson College as just an opportunity to get a job. Look at it as a gateway to your future. Yeah. And, I, and I couldn't stress that enough. I would say that um, take, up, take the opportunity to really develop friendships while you're here at the campus and to continue those friendships later on into your life. Um, that's something that I would say that I lacked. I literally when I when I left here, I was traveling, right? I, I spent a life mm -hmm. of traveling, so it was really hard for me to to keep back in touch with those friends that I developed at at Johnson College. I would say, don't don't lose sight of you know your foundation, yeah. and the foundation that you get here is really what's going to set you set you free later on. That's that's so great, and and you know, and keep in touch with with your alma mater too, because like you said, maybe not you know as you're building your career, but how many years out you got now you're back in touch with the college. We can get you back in touch with some of those individuals that you graduated with, and you know, kind of have a, a reunion of sorts. So it it can always always come back. <laughs> no, absolutely, yeah, for sure. I I totally agree with you. It's it's um, it's it I. That thought came through my head when I was here at the career fair, and I was saying, okay, so I could remember walking into the same building where I took electronics and fluidics, uh, and you know, the names and the faces all start coming back, and it's like, sure. wow, that seems like a very long time ago, but it's really not. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's really not that long ago. <laughs> I know. It just goes by fast. <laughs> well, this was such a pleasure. Thank you so much for this conversation, Nick, and for sharing all of your career history and, and all of the, the great advice. Really appreciate it. Well, and thank you, Dr. Katie. You're very welcome, and I thank you for this opportunity as well and uh, for any students that are in the machine trades, if they're interested in um, talking to us, we'd be more than happy to bring them in for an interview and uh, anything in the machine trades. We're looking for some really good workers and I'd be so proud to bring someone from Johnson College to uh, New Vision Industries. That's great, thank you. Find all Tech Talk with Johnson College podcasts on iTunes and Spotify. Johnson College, we work.